1: Some of Alabama's congressional representatives are now reacting to the latest report from the U.S. Department of Energy regarding the origins of the COVID-19 virus. That latest report was detailed out by the Wall Street Journal, showing that the Department of Energy has moved further into the lab leak theory of how the virus came to enter humans across the globe. Congressman Jerry Carl says that this just supports further the fact that Dr. Anthony Fauci lied to Americans Carl has wanted to strip Fauci of his government pension if he was found to have lied about the origins of the virus. He offered a bill to that effect. Senator Tommy Tuberville is turning his sights on to the Chinese Communist Party, saying that we need to fight for the truth and hold the CCP accountable. And Congressman Mike Rogers brought the issue back around to Fauci again by tweeting out that it appears that Dr. Fauci was lying the whole time and that America deserves the truth. There is a federal tax deadline that has been extended for certain persons here in Alabama. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has announced that the IRS will extend the deadline on federal taxes to October 16th of this year. For those who have been affected by the tornadoes that entered the state at the start of 2023, this deadline extension can be applied to both residents and businesses that are in Ataga, Barber, Chambers, Coneca, Coosa, Dallas, Elmore Green, Hale, Mobile, Morgan Sumter, and Tallapoosa Counties. A state lawmaker is announcing his willingness to offer a school choice bill in the upcoming state legislative session. State Senator Larry Stutz spoke with Phil Williams on Right Side Radio about the mood that is in Montgomery and throughout the state when it comes to a change to education here in Alabama.
0: You know, there are several other states that have uh, passed legislation in in the last couple of years, and I think the mood across the country You know, the um, governor's race in Virginia was decided really over a school choice issue. Uh, West Virginia has passed a bill similar to this. Uh, Arizona has passed a bill. I think the mood in our state is uh, in favor of doing it. There are just so many reasons, uh, fundamental reasons, why it should be done.
1: Jury selection started this past Monday for a case in Mobile against a neurosurgeon who's charged with reckless murder. Dr. Jonathan Nakla is going to trial regarding the 2020 death of med school student Samantha Thomas. Thomas was a passenger in Nakla's car when he was driving at high speeds and then crashed. The family of Thomas filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the doctor. Nakla was also reported to have a blood alcohol level over the legal limit by the Mobile Police Department. Sentencing for a Dothan pastor could be scheduled very soon after Kenneth Glasgow jr changed his plea for the fourth time since his arrest and charges in 2020 court records show that Glasgow has now entered a guilty plea to tax evasion, mail fraud, and drug conspiracy. Glasgow first pleaded not guilty, but has since changed that plea two different occasions. The gist of the charges against Glasgow have to do, with distributing cocaine back in 2020 and in 2021 using funds from two nonprofit organizations that he founded for personal expenses that were not properly reported to the IRS. Well, here is part three of a conversation the Daily Detail had with Birmingham pastor Matt Mason about the Asbury University revival. Pastor Mason found himself on the campus of the university about nine days into the revival services that emerged among the college students there. Mason says the spirit among the people that were waiting in line for the chapel services was a strong indicator that this was an authentic spiritual movement.
0: At, at times, people behind in front of you are praying, uh, are, are beginning to sing and worship while they're in line.
1: Mason and the group he arrived with from Alabama then got into the chapel service itself.
0: The guy up front, and he didn't really even name himself, Uh it's a pretty nameless event. And he said, we want to see a work of God. And so the music stopped for a moment. He said, we want to see a work of God that's grounded in the scriptures. Mm. And so he read Colossians 3.16. And then he said, which is, uh, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And so he said, we're going to take some time to let the word dwell in us. And I want to invite people as the spirit prompts you with a verse of scripture to stand, he said, we're not gonna bring a mic around, but stand and just out loud to read God's word to us. And once you're finished reading that verse or two, I'll say this is God's word, and then as a whole group we'll say we believe it. And as fast as I could, I was jotting down the scriptures. It was Romans eight twenty eight. It was uh the next one was Holiness befits your house. The next one was be imitators uh, and walk in love and after each one of these it's, this is god's word we believe it we believe it you know first timothy 1 6 romans 12 the presenting of your bodies as living sacrifices and not being conformed to the world uh so just all these just rolling over the people there and you could feel this surge of of both faith and joy
1: tomorrow we'll wrap up this conversation with further observations coming from pastor mason and his time in kentucky For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen showed up in Ukraine this past Monday, bringing more U.S. taxpayer money with her. Joe Biden was there just a week ago, meeting with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky on the anniversary of that country being invaded by Russia. Biden also brought U.S. taxpayer money with him to the tune of billions of dollars, Yellen met with Zelensky in Kiev and also transferred $1.25 billion in U.S. taxpayer money to the country of Ukraine, all as part of a pledged $9.9 billion economic assistance from Washington, D.C. Yellen is also planning to seize billions of dollars in Russian bank assets that have been frozen through U.S. sanctions. Well, while we're on the topic of tracking U.S. taxpayer money, the Department of Defense has apparently lost track of over $220 billion worth of equipment that has been provided for subcontractors within the military. The revelation of this money loss is coming from the Government Accountability Office and a report they just released. The Department of Defense was unable to account for the equipment and government furnished property, or GFP, that is loaned out to contractors. An audit on the situation was started in November of last year. The DOD is planning to create and launch its eighth database to track these assets, and they say they hope to have it in place by 2026. GOA report says that the Department of Defense has not made any progress in the past decade in addressing this material weakness. The House Oversight Committee has reached an agreement with a key confidant when it comes to the Biden family and a probe into classified documents that were found at Biden's office and home. Kathy Chung has now agreed to partially comply with that oversight committee in handing over some requested documents. Chung was employed by Biden when he was vice president. She worked in his office until he left. Chung is now being tapped by the oversight committee for her closeness to the Biden family while Joe was vice president as well as afterwards. A California-based law firm is offering some grim accusations about Arizona's governor and former Secretary of State Katie Hobbs. At a state Senate and House joint hearing in Arizona, a spokesperson for Harris-Thaler Law Corporation offered evidence and documentation to show that Hobbs and her husband were receiving bribe money from the Mexican Sinaloa cartel. The law firm also claims that this bribery efforts from the cartels ensnared other elected officials, mayors, judges, and city councilmen in that state of Arizona. Spokeswoman Jacqueline Berger says the money was laundered through fake or incomplete home purchases, fake mortgage companies, and fake bankruptcy claims. Our primary findings were first reported to Governor Ducey in 2022. Furthermore, Thaler has met with attorney generals in five states, the FBI, the IRS, the U.S. bankruptcy trustee, and with several U.S. attorney's uh, officers. Currently, there are active and ongoing investigations in federal and state jurisdictions, and both California and New Mexico have already used our report and taken some corrective action. Well, Monday started out with the Energy Department report on the origins of COVID-19, which only justified those who suggested it was a lab leak two years ago. And as a result, we're treated as either freaks or crazy people, regardless of their position, qualification or knowledge. Many of the people that were canceled as a result of their counter opinion on the origins of COVID are angry all over again as they realize the extent to which big tech, big government and big media colluded together to silence and control any counter narrative to theirs. Here's Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs talking about it on Fox News. The immediate reaction is, is there's anger and frustration, uh, Harris. I mean, we want to get to the bottom of this. Um, people like you, People like me—we were completely shut down, called conspiracy theorists, and and had our reputations tacked and savaged. There is a des- an intense desire on the part of Republicans uh, here on Capitol Hill, and I hope my I, my Democrats will join us to get to the bottom of this because Harris, this is bigger than even the censorship. This is bigger than what caused yeah. this. I mean, remember they they were talking, uh, you know, um, um, uh, some wet market in China had caused this to, to initially. And there is also the potential connection that we as U.S. citizens through our government, we're helping to fund uh, this, this type of research in China. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow.